This is exactly right. <sighs> We're finally doing a live I Said No Gifts, and I'm inviting you. This thing is going to be wonderful. Some very special guests, gift giveaways, and I'll probably get a haircut the day before so I look really nice. It's June 26th at Dynasty Typewriter, right here in gorgeous Los Angeles, California. That's right, Los Angeles, the home of several Target stores. And if you can't be in LA, we'll also be live streaming the whole show. Tickets are very limited, so go to DynastyTypewriter.com as soon as possible. clear when you're a guest in my home you gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts your presence is present enough and I already had too much stuff so how do you dare disobey me Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. I hope you're doing well. I Let's see, by the time this is airing, I, I imagine you'll have settled into a fall look. Um, if you haven't, I advise you to do so, or just move on to planning a winter look, or at this point, you've probably fallen so far behind, you might as well just spring into a spring, planning for your spring look. I don't know what to tell you. I don't care. I really... I just want to introduce our guest, our wonderful, so funny, just a, a joy, Anna Fabrega. Anna, welcome to I Said No Gifts. Hi, thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good. Um, yeah, you know, all things considered. You're. Uh, How are you? Uh, I'm doing okay. I uh, woke up at about 6 a.m. I... You know, did a little rise and grind. Rise and grind. I woke up. I had my breakfast. I read a little from my book. I did my exercises. I uh, corresponded with someone on Craigslist. I uh, I'm drinking a little coffee, and uh, I just moved into a new place. So there's a lot of you know moving things about and trying to get things right. The internet wasn't working. Now the internet's. Hopefully, working through the duration of this podcast, uh-huh. that sort of thing. And you're sitting there. You're. Are you currently in New York? Yeah. I, yeah. You're bathed in natural light. It looks like it's yeah. wonderful. Well, you know, I actually I'm in right in front of. Uh, I have my desk at my window, and I close my blinds whenever I do things like this because. Otherwise, I'm I get completely blown out because there's so much natural light that enters. <laughs> oh well, good for you for just having a nonstop natural <laughs> light. It's what uh, two o'clock there? Yeah, a little after. Okay, what have you been doing today? Uh, you know, my morning was very similar to yours, okay. uh, except for it started at about seven thirty. All right. Um, I had coffee. I read a little. I went for a run. I ate breakfast, and then I went to cancel my gym membership which I had been trying to do since the pandemic started, uh-huh. but you can only cancel it in person and gyms were closed what? up until today. Today was the first day that they were opening. And 
the only way you can cancel is either in person or sending certified mail to the gym. <laughs> However, since the gyms are closed, no one's going to be there to receive certified mail. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'll just wait until it's ready. I know that this gym is kind of notorious for being impossible to cancel. <laughs> and I spoke to someone on the phone this morning that told me, yes, you can come in and cancel. Um, however, you have to pay an exit fee and you have, to, this is a 45 day notice. So you will be charged this month and next month plus an exit fee. What? And I was like, okay, but I was charged. There was like this whole thing because the gym was charging people still when gyms were required to be closed. Right. So I was like, well, I've got these chargers. And she's like, yeah, that's going to be a credit towards this time. And you know what? The dates actually align just right. Where like the March and April charges you got will cover this 45 day period. <laughs> I was like, okay, but I was charged for September too. And she's like, I, there's nothing I can do about that. She's like, I can't do any refunds on my end. I was like, who can I talk to about getting like a refund for September? And she was like, you can talk to corporate, but just they don't issue refunds as a rule. And I was <laughs> as a like, rule? Okay. As a rule. And, and I'm going into this conversation with the gym knowing that there is a class action lawsuit against them. I was going to say, this sounds, this. how is there not already a class action lawsuit? Yes, there is a lawsuit against them. <laughs> so I'm just like waiting for the charge to stop pending on my credit card so that I can call the bank and have them bounce it. So oh. it's so boring, all of that information. <laughs> no, it's um, crazy. But you know... Can we name the New gym? New York Sports Club. New York, New York Sports, Sports Club. Club is a total... I mean, how are the last six months of payments not the exit fee already? That's so crazy. I know. Well, they stopped charging people in May. Oh, so I have God March bless. and April charges. And the, yeah, God bless them. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, but anyone that wants to get out of it, like anyone that moved or anything, they have to do certified mail <laughs> or go to the gym in person and cancel and still pay in another two months. It's so stupid. But anyways, after that, I um, I went to a couple supermarkets because I'm trying to find the hemp protein powder that I use every morning. Oh. And it's just sold out everywhere. So <laughs> I settled for some hemp uh, seeds. And then uh, came back home and had lunch and read a little, and now we're here. This is lovely. So, yeah. you're with the hemp protein. What are you? Are you just putting it in water? Or are you making a shake out of it? What are you doing? Just straight in water. Yeah. I put it in my oatmeal. Oh, in oatmeal. oatmeal. Okay. Yeah. Are you making? Is this an instant oatmeal, or is it? Are you like doing an overnight? This What's is uh, old fashioned, mm -hmm. but I do it. Uh, I, I do make it in the microwave. Oh, okay. you know, I love steel cut, but I really hate washing a pot in the morning. Right. You know, for lunch and dinner, that's fine. I'm happy, and I always do wash a pot. But in the morning, I don't want to deal with it. No, you don't so, want to need one more thing in the morning. Yeah. What are so you I, I, I have my, you know, my microwavable oatmeal. Okay. And are you eating oatmeal every morning? I am. That sounds so wonderful. Are you? It's literally the only thing I eat for breakfast for years. Is there? Are you putting fruit in it? Or are you putting? I put um, half a frozen banana in it, oh, and then okay. peanut butter or almond butter, and then my hemp protein powder. Wow, that's a beautiful dish. Yeah. How long does that take yeah. to prepare? I I'm just eating a protein bar in the morning, but I think I could maybe spare an extra three oh. minutes. Yeah, you know, it it takes probably it takes a little over two minutes in the microwave. Probably two minutes of stirring and getting the consistency right, you know. Right, right. But in, when, within five minutes, you're eating. And you've got the strength to get on the phone with your gym. And yes, exactly, all of that. Um, so you found a uh, uh, hemp 
seeds. Is that right? Yeah. Is it, yeah. Is that, hemp hearts or whatever it's called. Hemp parts. Oh, interesting. Hearts. Oh, hearts. I was like, that feels oddly generic. <laughs> hemp pieces, you know. <laughs> hemp miscellany. Yeah. Um, well, that's a nice uh, little time. And are you, do you feel fairly, well, actually, New York is now kind of got it under control. Yes. Yes and no. Um, yes and no. Um, I think people are like too lax about how they're, right. you know, going out and stuff like that. Like I'm yet to go to a restaurant right. or anywhere where I'm served. I have no desire to do that. Right. But, you know, all the bars or restaurants that are near me when I walk by them, especially on weekends and stuff, they're like all outside. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? You're all just like without masks being served by people with gloves and masks. And you're like, life is back to normal. <laughs> That's so wild to me. I feel yeah. like people forget what a virus is every five minutes. And it's uh, I know. I know. Uh, I know. And in L.A., it's I mean, you guys are more locked down than we are. Yeah. I mean, we. Opened for about four minutes in June, and then immediately yeah. saw the consequences of it. And yeah, have locked down a little bit, and now we're. It feels like it's. I mean, I think people are just. I mean, people just don't understand. They're like tired of it, and so they just decide I'm tired of it. So now the virus doesn't affect me. I know. So, so I know. you'll see like restaurants, like the sidewalk is packed with people, and mm-hmm. my series just started because I said restaurants, and now it's trying to see oh, yeah. restaurants. Here are a handful of restaurants that are open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where can I get the virus? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it seems like it like we're leveling out again, but uh, mm-hmm. of course, that doesn't mean anything because the virus still exists, and yeah. hopefully we learned our lesson last time, but there's a good chance we didn't, and we'll just yeah. keep going back and forth and back and back forth. Back and forth, I know, until there's a vaccine. I think people are like, I just don't understand why you would rather do this back and forth instead of just like really locked down for like a solid three weeks and just be done with it. I know. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. People just have zero patience. It's uh, wild. And you're, I, uh, of course, uh, when I have a guest on that I've never met before, I do, you know, 30 to 40 seconds of research and I yeah. <laughs> discovered you're from Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, where in Arizona? Uh, I grew up in Scottsdale. Okay. And do you, what's the situation there? I feel like it, that was like the just uh, Arizona in general was a nightmare from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Because they really didn't lock down soon enough and they didn't force uh, masks to be worn. It was all kind of like, it was, uh, what's the word? Um, People were encouraged to wear masks, but not required. Okay. No. So so cases shot up. Yeah. Um, And now it's more under control. They've come down a bit. Um, Things are reopening again. Um, But, I mean, I think it's the same. It's like every place that's like getting better, it's not like it's totally fine. It's right. just better than it was. Mm-hmm. And do you still have a lot of family in Arizona? I, I do. I have um, a brother, a sister, and my parents in Arizona. Oh, okay. So do you get back often or what? I usually go once a year, but this year it's not going to happen. Right. Ain't going to happen. <laughs> not happening. Sorry. Ain't going to happen this year. Sc- I, I don't know much. I don't want to get on a plane. Oh, of course not. Yeah. I had a dream the other night that I was the only person on a plane and it was really alarming and uh, oh, yeah. pilot started doing <laughs> Flying the plane? tricks. No, the uh-huh. pilot was at the front and I was just kind of wandering around the back. It was very confusing <laughs> and just made me feel strange. But uh, that's probably as close as being on a plane as I'll get this year. Yeah. And then that's as close as I want to get to. Um, I don't know much about Arizona. Scottsdale is, is it near Phoenix? 
It is. It's outside of Phoenix. Okay. Um, Scottsdale is, I mean, I, I think the very cliche sort of ideas of Scottsdale that people have are like Botox, retirees, oh, this is uh, wealthy. There's a lot of like, yeah, it, but it's a, it's a mix. I don't know. I, um, I moved there when I was in elementary school okay. and after I graduated high school, I moved to New York. Right. And when I go back, I'm like, it's nice to visit, but I mean, especially for me, not a whole lot to do. Sure. Sure. Oh, is yeah. there anything in Arizona that you miss or enjoy? Um, I mean, it's really pretty. Right. I miss the desert. Like the desert. I do like the desert and, and my family, you know, but right. that's about it. Okay. That's, that doesn't <laughs> have a long list. Yeah, not a ton. I could never go back. If my family moved somewhere else, I'd be like, that's fine. <laughs> Arizona could strive to get a third thing on that list. That would be. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, uh, you like first, like, came onto my radar on the internet, at least, uh, from a very specific thing. Uh, a mm-hmm. video of you air drumming to the replacements. Um, uh-huh. This was like four or five years ago. And it's yeah. truly, I think, one of like maybe four things on the internet that's just pure joy. And it's, <laughs> I like, occasionally, once a quarter, we'll still look it up and just think, this is fantastic. People need uh-huh. to. But you're, fa- I mean, you're a drummer. So, uh, yeah, I, I do play. So do you, uh, do you enjoy air drumming outside of, you know, putting yourself on that Twitter? one video? <laughs> outside of that one video, I don't really air drum. <laughs> you're, so, you're so good at it. <laughs> I could do it more. You know, there is a potential revenue stream there, but I, feel I don't like there's I don't a feel huge revenue stream. <laughs> yeah. There actually is a big, I, and I only know about this because I have a friend who had his foot in the door of this world of like air guitar competitions and right. stuff like that but yeah are there air drumming competitions i'm sure if there's air guitar there's got to be air drums i feel like i'm air sure there's air bass air bass yeah. feels a little simple. yeah it's, it's pretty chill <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um do you have uh drums in your apartment or anything so like uh about two years ago i got like a tiny electronic kit to have at home and i was like this will be great i'll finally because i would go to a practice space like once a month, once every couple months. Like since I moved to New York, I haven't had a drum kit where oh, I live. Okay. Um, and so I'll go long stretches of time without playing. And especially now, like during COVID. So anyways, I got this little kit thinking like, I'll be able to play at home now. So it'll be great. And I don't know if you've heard an electronic kit, but it just sounds like, phony. you know, it, it's kind of annoying. Right. Um, but it's just like tapping, a lot of tapping. <laughs> and so I'm playing uh, in my living room and I'm having the time of my life. I'm plugging in music. I'm like, this is great. And then about like two weeks later, I get uh, a message from my landlord saying that the neighbor is complaining about noise. It sounds like someone's jumping. And then I realized like, oh, that's the kick pedal hitting the floor oh, right. and driving my downstairs neighbor crazy. <laughs> um, and also this tapping, you know, I'm sure you can hear it in the hallway and next door. Right. So I was like, okay, I'll stop playing. And then I was like, well, what can I do? Like, maybe I just need to get something to put this on so that it like absorbs the vibrations and keeps it from going downstairs. So after doing some research, I find out about this like uh, product called Silomer that's used uh, when they're building like train tracks or subway rails and stuff like that uh, through under underneath buildings to okay. keep it from vibrating. Oh my god! So I find a distributor in the Northeast. It's made in Europe, and I'm like, I'm gonna find where I can buy this. And I contact this company and I tell the guy like, look, I'm not a commercial buyer. <laughs> Uh, I want to put my drum kit on it. 
and he's and there was a YouTube video where someone did this, and the guy's like, "It's so funny you called me because I've had drummers call me about this, and and I want to make uh, I want to talk to my boss about selling like having like an extra little sales uh, stream." two drummers of this product. Right. And I was like, that's great. He's like, I will, I'll build you a custom one. What dimensions do you need? And I'm like, it's like about three by three. Okay. And he's like, great. And we'll ship it to you. Long story short, after like six months of kind of like going back and forth with this guy, checking in like, Hey, just wondering when the riser's going to come. I just stopped hearing from him. I ended up leaving town for a while and I'm like, okay. So, so my, my hopes of being able to play in my apartment has uh, not really materialized the way I wanted. I will sit down and play for like a five minutes max right. and I will not really tap the, the, the pads that loudly. I won't really hit the kick pedal loudly and you can't play drums. Well, lightly, like even just to go quickly, you have to be able to hit with force. Right. And so, um, because I'm scared of, of my neighbors getting upset and I've talked to them about it and they're like, if you just like, let me know when you're going to do it. Like it's it's fine, but I still feel like bad doing of that. Of course, right? I mean, it's um, so convenient for everybody. So I just like don't. I really don't play all that often uh, anymore. And this uh, soundproofing salesman has just vanished. He's vanished. I still have his contact information on a little piece of paper on my desk. And I was thinking, I was like, should I call this guy again? And he'll be like, Wait, who are you? What did you? <laughs> oh yeah, because it, it was the weirdest thing. It's like just a weird thing to sort of like let someone like tease someone to about because someone he on. was like, yeah, like to give me some you know insulation foam basically. And he was <laughs> like, I would call him after not hearing from him and not getting it delivered, you know. And he'd be like, yes, you know, it's actually it's sitting in the hallway. Like I just got to go to this department and have them do like A, B, and C, and then I'll get it to you. You know, so it was always like, yes, I'm about to send it. <laughs> and I was like, great. And he was giving it to me for free because he wanted me oh. to be like a guinea pig. He's like, if I give it to you for free, can you like give me like a thorough review? And I was like, yeah, of course. Uh. But, so I also felt like I don't want to be too like greedy or pushy right. and be like, come on, give it to me for free now. <laughs> but but I never heard from him. So now I'm like, maybe I should just call him and be like, hey, can I just like pay for this right. and get it? I want or is it, or have they just, you know, gotten rid of it because it was... This started in, in, in 2018. Oh, this is two years ago. This has been years. <laughs> yeah. This is a past life. Yeah. I, well, who knows? I was going to say maybe he's prepping like a shark tank pitch or something, but it's been they, a long they time. Could be. He could have been killed, yeah. fired. I, mean, I know. People have died. <laughs> what a shame. And I'm still waiting. Well, I, I'm sorry I to hear that. Are you, You're not in a band, are you? Uh, no, not officially. I mean, I have a, a couple friends that I play music with and right. it's like kind of like a joke band, but we don't write music. We'll just like improvise. We'll play shows here and there. People will like book us and it's funny. And we're just right. like, sure, let's go like, you know, mess around. But, but it's nothing like official no, okay. or serious rather. Well, th what a shame about the whole drumming situation. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I wish I had some sort of, yeah. you know, I'm sitting here. I just moved into this place and I had to soundproof this room for this podcast, which people are probably right now saying he didn't soundproof it because I just got <laughs> I got styrofoam out of a uh, packing box and put it against the walls for now. It oh, looks that doesn't work. <laughs> I'm just sitting amongst garbage right now, but uh -huh, just taping garbage up to the walls, <laughs> thinking it's getting quieter and quieter. <laughs> well, when I I told my boyfriend that we were going to, I was going to put the styrofoam in here. He apparently 
he thought that I really was going to nail it to the walls and he was okay with it, which makes me question everything. I was, it's literally just pieces of styrofoam. But now I know that yeah. if push comes to shove, I can nail garbage to the walls and he won't mind. So that's yeah. not a bad thing. <laughs> Now, where where did you move? Um, I mean, just in a different spot in LA? Yeah, I was in Los Feliz mm-hmm. and now I'm in uh, Highland Park. So Cool. Yeah, I mean, it was a whole, you know, moving is just the absolute worst. And I know. That sort of did you do it yourself? Uh, we hired people. And so yeah. uh, I don't think we could have done it on our own. And then, yeah, yeah it's, it was a whole situation. We had movers, they came, and then we made the mistake of... Um, having somebody come measure the windows for uh, shades on the day that the movers were coming. And this uh, woman, her, her name was Gabriella, showed up right at the time that the movers showed up. And then she spent over three hours in our house measuring. Uh, we're not in a big house, but somehow <laughs> found the time. And she demanded my attention the entire time. I had no, I didn't realize that any any thought had to be put into window coverings and uh uh-huh. she spent over three hours uh and measuring the same windows <laughs> measuring the same windows i think it's like eight windows so it's not a lot of uh-huh. you know, uh and then creating these calculations on this paper and i'm meanwhile trying to tell the movers who are sweating and need help and direction she keeps you know talking at me and then she quoted me like eight thousand dollars and i i'm not paying eight thousand dollars so uh that was the end of gabriella and she got in her van and drove off um and i'm now just you know people can just look into the house and uh Uh who knows what the next step will be i i never thought i would be considering any of this sort of thing and so yeah uh, but gabriella's out there probably in someone's house right now just spending she's been there for a while too (laughs) yes um and uh but speaking of moving and all this sort of thing i um we moved a couple of weeks ago and uh i got an email you know uh from my producer and she said you're going to be uh, a package is going to be arriving for you at your address and i knew i was going to be moving uh prior to that so i thought okay i'll just i don't know what this is i know anna's going to be on the podcast who knows who knows what's happening over there so i drove back to my old apartment and i got there and there was this giant brown box which i picked up brought back to my uh my house and it's just been sitting in my closet until right now and obviously Mm -hmm. you know this podcast is it's called i said no gifts and i mean i don't know what's happening in this box but i assume it's from you i mean i did i ordered some counter stools and uh they delivered them the other day and i opened the box and instead of counter stools they had sent me a 40 pound tiki head so there's truly no telling what could be in this box right now um but i is it a lightweight box or is it heavy you know it's like i would say this is like i'm gonna pick it up here oh it's lightweight for sure it's probably a pound to two pounds uh Mm -hmm. It's right here. I mean, Anna, is is this a gift for me? Yeah, I mean, I, I was told not to get you a gift, but I thought since we had it meant before, it would be a nice gesture. What the, oh, I mean, it's sweet. I mean, obviously, inconvenience aside, driving back to my apartment, mystery yeah. in my closet. Uh, I, I Thank you. I, should I open it here on the podcast? Yeah, but can you actually give me one second? Because I just realized uh, I didn't plug in my laptop and it's oh going to die. Yes, of course. <laughs> 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, I'm sorry. That was unprofessional. <laughs> I'm plugged in. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to open this box. We'll see what's inside. It's probably like a foot by a foot. Who knows what's happening in here? Uh, give me a moment while I unwrap this. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Knocked the microphone. Oh! Oh! What is this? This looks like uh, it's a, like a Coleman brand cooler. Like a, it's a little cooler. This is adorable. Anna, yeah. tell me what's going on here. So, you know, I when I was getting a gift, I, I thought, should I send something stupid and funny that will just be a little, you'll know, laugh at it and then it'll go in the trash? Or should I send <laughs> a little more useful? And I thought, I'll send something a little more useful. And uh, throughout the, the COVID times, uh, I've been spending a lot of time in the park. That's where I socialize now. Right. And so I, I got myself a cooler that, that I got one to put beer or, with, or water, whatever I want to drink in there with, um, and it helps keep it insulated and, oh and cool. And I can go to the park for hours and my drinks stay cold. This and I thought maybe, maybe that'd be nice for you too. Absolutely. Wonderful. Are you, um, I mean, it's like, this is like a real, you know, you could take this camping. It's not like a chintz yeah. cooler. It's like a nice little, it's a, essentially purse size. I could replace my handbag with yeah. this and have always a cold drink in my wallet. Keep your money cold finally. Yeah, just wet and cold and, uh, yeah. just always have that sloshing around. But this is, uh-huh. this is fantastic. So you've been going out to the park are you having picnics yeah no not picnics really i'll i'll bring i got i got my my i mean it took me a while to actually do this and once i did i was like why didn't i do it sooner because i got a, a blanket and i got that cooler so I'll, I'll usually throw beer in there okay. um or wine um or kombucha right and then Maybe my water bottle sometimes, but I usually drink room temperature. Sure. But I don't want to stick it in the Coleman because it'll get too cold in the Coleman. And, then and you know the Coleman's going to keep it cold, so <laughs> I don't If there's one water. thing you can count on with Coleman, it's going to yeah. be cold. It's the brand we trust. Uh, yeah. So it's been uh, it's been great. And if I bring, every now and then I'll bring like a snack right. uh, to the park. And if it's something that I want to keep cool, I'll stick it in the Coleman. Snack-wise, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, if I went to the park, well, the last, I went to the park a couple of days ago with my girlfriend to meet up with her sister and her niece and I made hummus Oh! and so I brought some hummus and, uh, we got tortilla chips and her sister had made uh, sandwiches. But usually if I'm snacking, it's like hummus or nuts. Right. And are you always making your hummus or do you occasionally buy it? I always make it. Is it? I've made hummus once. My friend Danny, God bless, she came over and tried to teach me how to make hummus, and it felt like a lot of steps. There was like putting ice cubes in it. There was. Does this sound right? Mm, you know, some people do that. I don't. I think it's actually really easy. I used to buy store bought hummus all the time, and then 
I started making it myself and I tasted store-bought hummus again. And I was like, oh, this tastes so different to me now. It right. tastes like it's meant to last on a, on a shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it's one of those things that when you start doing it, you can't really go back. Did, but it's really easy. What especially, I mean, the only, well, uh, I use, I cook the chickpeas myself also. If you're doing it with a can, it's even easier because you just open the can, save a bit of the water, rinse the chickpeas, throw them in a food processor or a blender or whatever, throw in tahini, olive oil, salt, cumin, garlic, lemon juice, and, and that's it. And do you just blend it up? You just blend it. I f- yeah. I feel like between oatmeal like and hummus, you're making a lot of just beige pastes in your home. Yeah, I eat, I eat, yeah, I have my, well, actually my breakfast is green because of the hemp protein. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a fun, yeah. like going back to that memory now and switching the color of the oatmeal is very Yeah, fun. it's green. A little fun act- <laughs> at home activity for v- listeners to do. Uh, green oatmeal, okay. And then you're making hummus. Oh, mm-hmm. so that, uh, maybe I need to find an easier recipe. My friend Danny's an actual cook, so I think she, uh, mm, she uh-huh. overestimated my, overestimated my ability to make food. What would you need ice cubes for? I guess if you just cook the chickpeas and they're still hot, you would yeah. want to add ice cubes? I don't think we even cook. I feel like we used canned chickpeas. It was something about making it smooth or something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that would be like a substitute for just adding a little bit of water. You just throw in some, some, I mean, because of course, if you're blending something for a while, it'll start to heat it up. Right. Oh, that's so maybe true. That's like those soup for temperature. blenders or yeah. whatever. Okay. Well, this is, that makes me want to try it again. I've, I've, Do you have a, a food have processor a or like a, I've got, I don't have a, a little processor. Blender? I have a blender, powerful mm-hmm. blender, which I, uh, bought online a few years ago uh there was some sort of glitch on the target website that let people get 75 percent off of everything and so i just oh I my god you get like a 500 dollars vitamix for a hundred dollars right i bought a lamp wow. I, I mean looking back i really regret not just literally furnishing my home because yeah what was happening? wow uh but i do have a blender. were you on the target website at and just happened to notice it or did someone say hey there's a glitch somebody told me about it i said i'll give uh-huh. this a shot i need a i had just moved into my apartment at the time and i thought let's give this a little shot and uh suddenly uh-huh. i was wow. just on a target shopping spray wow for 75 off <laughs> that's uh you know that feels like kind of old internet when things would go wrong on people's websites and people would take advantage of it you don't see that much yeah. anymore but when you do you have yeah. to strike you've got to get your blender you've got to yeah lamp. especially when it's big companies like that it's like oh what's the big deal you know it's a local store you're a huge chain you're fine we're all paying in other ways for these companies yeah it always be 75 percent off in my yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Now, so you don't picnic often. I haven't been on a picnic in years. I think it's a nice thing to do, but I I uh I guess I I don't know why I don't try it. You know, my my hesitation with picnicking, the reason I'll meet to have a drink instead of eat is that I I so sometimes eating without a table, if you're just setting stuff down on like the grass and it's kind of uneven and right. I feel like it can just get messy. Yeah. Depending on what it is that you're eating, you know. So I'm just like, I would rather just have a drink. Keep right. it simple. Uh yeah. are you getting takeout at all or are you cooking mostly at home? Uh I cook a lot. Uh I'll order takeout like once a week or so. Okay. And what sort um, of food are you ordering? What what sort of food are you into? Uh, it depends. Um, so the last thing I ordered for takeout was, uh, dumplings and scallion pancakes. Oh, delicious. Uh, no, excuse me, sesame pancakes that had pickled vegetables I've in them. I've never had a sesame pancake. Oh, they're so good. Oh, is it It's just like, to- imagine like, like two layers of, of thick 
bread with sesame seeds on it and then oh. pickled vegetables inside That's... and they're kind of sweet it's like sweetly pickled oh that sounds lovely i mean so i prefer a uh, pickly flavored pickle rather than a sweet pickle but uh uh-huh. you know i'm always willing to try it with a new bread so yeah in, in the sesame pancake it, it's always a little sweet oh okay so this is uh, yeah we're veering into dessert territory i feel like <laughs> It's not dessert. I wouldn't either for dessert. <laughs> um, and then I order like, what else do I order? I'll order like Thai food here and there. Right. There's a, a restaurant that has like Salvadorian food that I'll get pupusas from that I really like. Um, but I really, I cook most of the time. And what sort of food are you cooking? Are you doing a lot of like deliberate cooking or is it just easy whatever I have in the fridge. It's both. It's both. I feel like my cooking is very utilitarian. Just kind of like, what does my body need? Right. So I eat pretty much the same thing for lunch and dinner every day. Um, I can have a very monotonous sort of uh, diet, which is why I order not because I like, I order because I get so bored of what I'm eating that I need a break from it. Oh, of course. Then I always come back to it because I'm like, well, it's got everything I need. Well, and what are these things? so I, I'll have, uh, I'll make beans, I'll make steamed greens, with, which are usually kale, collard greens, spinach, and broccoli. Okay. I'll steam sweet potato, I'll steam tofu, I'll make hummus. Right. I'll saute some, some mushrooms, and, and that's it. Are you putting hot sauce steamed, on this? What, I mean, you did, something's yeah, got to it, it sounds really, it sounds bland, but it's not, because I'll, I'll make the beans like, I'm good at cooking beans, so I'll make good beans. I made like black beans last. What is the secret to making a good bean? I've tried cooking a bean once and they ended up being hard. Um, So you didn't cook them long (laughs) enough. (laughs) They were hard. And I also Um, did follow a recipe, which is probably uh, another fatal flaw. uh Well, it depends like what way, like what you want out of the beans. Like if you want the broth to be something that you're eating with them or whatever, then like, you know, you, you soak them overnight or do a quick soak. And then when you're actually boiling them to cook them, Salt the water. Okay. You can add like garlic, um, thyme, like whatever, you know, uh, herbs you want. Right. Um, sometimes olive oil and then just let them go. But when I make beans, I'll, I'll usually just add salt to the water and then in a separate pan, saute garlic and onion okay. and then add the beans and some of the liquid to that. Sometimes I'll like mash them up to make them like refried. Oh, Other times I'll just let them be in like a, a bit of a broth like that and have it with like rice or whatever. But it's really easy once you start to do it. I used to never do it. And then when I started doing it, I was like, oh, this is so easy. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. Um, I feel like I can eat breakfast, have the same meal for breakfast and lunch every single day. But for dinner, I need some break. I need some special... Yeah. Thing to look forward to at the end of the day. Otherwise, Do you eat the protein bar every day, every morning? Every single morning, I eat a protein bar with my coffee, mm-hmm. and then for lunch, I make a shake, and then mm-hmm. uh, for dinner, it's anybody's guess. You know, uh-huh. truly, what? Yeah, I mean, it just. And are you on, cooking? I'm cook. I uh, am cooking mo- certainly more than I. I had literally maybe. I mean, outside of like uh, scrambling eggs had never cooked until the pandemic, which uh-huh. is just humiliating. Um, I, I mean, whatever. I did a lot of baking. You were doing your thing. I was doing No one thing. can shame you for doing your thing. I was, my <laughs> thing was just throwing away money on yeah. going out to restaurants for dinner every uh-huh. night. That was my thing. And not learning new skills was my thing. And now that's changed. But uh, 
you know, I'm making a lot of uh, like turkey meatballs, just variations mm-hmm. on that. Um, I'm making, I bought an Instant Pot, which I've used three times. I made stew, I made soup, I made you mm-hmm. know, various things like that. But uh, uh, since we moved, it's uh, my cooking has slowed down a bit. I've, I've been so busy uh, just looking at nonsense uh, like furniture and uh, rugs mm-hmm. on the internet that it's really slowed down. But uh, I've got to get back to it. I enjoy doing yeah. it. It's just the one thing uh, about cooking at home for me is it cooking feels a little bit like a magic trick. I mean, eating. And if I know what went into it, it's not as exciting. It doesn't feel like there's a real uh-huh. surprise at the end. It's just like, oh, I know exactly what this is going to be. And here we are. Uh huh. But when you go to a restaurant that you've been to before and you know what to expect, <laughs> it doesn't feel like that? Uh you know, you got to give it a couple weeks in between. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I still don't know what the process was. So that's uh-huh. the, I just need the process removed. I just need the food to appear before me. Mm-hmm. And then I can enjoy it maybe 10% more than I would if I were to make it myself. Uh-huh. Is that worth the extra time? And Is that so bad? Is that... <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> Chain me up. Take me to prison. <laughs> I don't know what to tell anybody. Um, You've spent, so, I mean, a decent amount of time in Chile, right? For, yeah, well, uh, we had been down there. Uh, we were actually shooting when the pandemic started, so we had to stop production and oh, come back. Kidding? How far into yeah. it were you? Uh, we had shot about like sixty percent of the second season. Oh boy! Yeah, we had this, the first four episodes like probably eighty percent shot, and uh, yeah, and we had to shoot two more plus like a handful of scenes from the other episodes. Oh my! And what was the general yeah. feeling when it got shut down? Was it just? I mean, was there like we can try to figure this out, or was it just like this is done? Um, well, we know we're going to finish it. Um, sometime in the next few weeks, we'll have a better sense of when that'll be. Right. But at the time, I mean, because Chile is so far from the rest of the world, it took a while to kind of get down there. So as it was like becoming worse and worse in Wuhan and gradually spreading to like Europe and Mm. cases in the U.S. were, were, you know, the New York case first appeared, it felt like, oh, whoa, okay, it's like. It's, it's still far. Right. And then um, we started to take more precautions on set. There weren't cases in... Well, as soon as cases started to arrive in Chile from people that had flown back from Europe, we had, like, masks on set, but only people that were handling food would wear masks. Uh-huh. And we had hand sanitizer everywhere, and everyone was using hand sanitizer, but still I think people felt sort of like, ah... Like, I mean, obviously not everyone felt like this, but there was a sense of like, well, if you get it, you get it. And like, we didn't really know right. how bad it was. I started to feel a bit on edge. And then we had a, a bit of a scare where we found out that one of our actors who had uh, arrived from New York had been found out while we were shooting. Our producers got a call that he had been exposed to someone at a show in New York who oh, had no. tested positive. So then it was like, oh my God, it's on set. Oh. We got to shut down. And we made the decision like within 24 hours to stop production wow. after we got that call. And it felt very much like we were all on the same page that like, yeah, this is not worth the risk and we can finish another time. Wow, that is so wild. And so, yeah, it's just up in the air as to when you'll finish it at this point. Yeah, I mean, they think that like maybe before the end of the year we can go back with like, you know, obviously a ton of precaution. Right. Um, but... You know, it's hard to say because in in Santiago, I'm not really sure what their rules are on like, you know, is the border still closed? You know, all that kind of stuff. We have, uh, I mean, all our crew is Chilean, but we have some actors that come from Mexico and the U.S. So we would all have to be like housed in the same place Uh and COVID tests 
you know, oh, often and all that stuff. What a hassle. But I don't know. We're, we're just like playing it all by ear. Right. And do you enjoy spending time in Chile? Is it uh, a fun yeah. country to be in? Yeah, it's funny. It's like, I don't know why I thought this. Before I went, when we uh, went to shoot the pilot, I thought, I was expecting it to feel like Panama. My family's from Panama. And I was oh. like, oh, it'll feel like Central America. Right. And then we get there and it's not at all like Central America. And it feels like a European city. And it feels very like, sort of like structured and, and the architecture is not what I expected. It's like, it's like a very like rule oriented oh, sort of place. Well, yeah, that's not what I would expect. Yeah. I mean, and it's, and it's fun. I've, I've grown to like it. Um, it's like, it's kind of a funny place. It feels really like if someone was like, I'm going to, I want to go like explore. I'm going to go to Santiago. I'd be like, eh, it's not the most like exciting. Well, let's city. hope the Santiago tourism board isn't listening. Yeah, I know. I mean, but, but there are like things that I really enjoy about it. It depends what kind of like, but they have like this huge mall that is like a tourist destination for whatever reason. Right. And it's like, yeah, if you want to go like shopping, I guess, um, but it's more like stuff outside of Santiago, the rest of Chile that has like a lot of really beautiful, like lakes and mountains and things oh, like lovely. that. Um, but it is a nice place and especially to work, you know, if we're on set all day, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I can like run in the mornings and which I can't really do well in, in like Panama, for example. So it's like nice that it, it is like a really calm laid out, like in a pretty simple way to navigate sort of place. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's a funny city. Now, I, th- I maybe I'm wrong, but is there like a Chilean sandwich where they put like green beans on the sandwich? Is this something that I'm imagining? I feel like um, I've eaten one. You know, that sounds familiar. They put French fries. Okay. In some stuff. I mean, I truly, I don't, I didn't eat a ton of like traditional Chilean food because A, there's not a lot of it. It's really like when I first got there, you know, again, I hope the tourism board isn't listening, but I was like, oh, Chileans don't know how to eat because there's bread on the table. There's bread on the table at every meal, but the bread sucks. There's not like good bread. Oh, no. It's just like bread. And then the, the food is like not seasoned well. They don't like, oh. but, but, but also I'm vegan and they eat a lot of seafood. So, oh, you know, stuff like that, that was like, okay, I can't right. participate in that. So the places that I went to eat that had vegan stuff was truly like, Oh, this is. There was one restaurant that I like, and I'd go there every day. But anything else I tried was like not good. And the food that people <laughs> seem to like, like people love tomatoes there, but not like good tomatoes, just like Roma tomatoes. So, you know, I was like, why do they eat? Why don't they have like better food? And I think it's because when, when like, you know, they were so closed off for a long time, right. and there's so much European influence there that, that it just pro- like kind of ruined whatever like culturally interesting cuisine they had was just like whitewashed with like bread and roma tomatoes what a shame chile is not coming off well on this podcast but i love chileans you know and I, I i love working there and there is a vegan restaurant there a vegetarian restaurant but with a lot of vegan options that i uh, i love and i would do anything for that restaurant it really just takes one good restaurant i mean yeah who needs more than one good restaurant, especially yeah. somebody who's eating, you know, oatmeal for breakfast and, uh, you know, yeah. spinach for dinner ever. You're okay. You're fine. Yeah. You're absolutely fine. Um, 
Okay, well, you know what? I feel like it's time to play a game. I just want to play a game. Mm-hmm. Do you want to play a game Finally. called Gift Master or a game called Gift or a Curse? Gift Master. Okay, we're going to play Gift Master. Um, first of all, I need a number from you between 1 and 10. 7. Okay, I have to do some calculations. This is a random list of things that I have to count. So for the next mm-hmm. minute or... Who knows how long I want you to promote something, recommend something. You just have the microphone, so you just spend your time here wisely. I'll be right back, okay? Okay. Um, well, while I have the time, I want to give a big shout out to drivers everywhere for doing their thing every time they get behind the wheel. Uh, I want to give a big thank you to my neighbor who lives next door. Thank you so much for doing that. I want to thank host for leading guests for centuries, it feels like now. Um, I want to say thank you to my landlord for renting me my apartment and for generating a steady income for her and her family. Uh, I want to say thank you to who else? Well, I would be remiss if I didn't thank the Academy right now because if it weren't for them, there wouldn't be Emmys. And there wouldn't be Oscars and Tonys and all those things that we've come to cherish, especially right now during the pandemic when so much is at stake and this is the new normal and we are all just figuring it out as we go along. So without further ado, I'm going to throw it back to the band who's here graciously covering uh, the entire Andrea Bocelli uh, discography. Take it away. Oh, that, uh, that really lined up really well. I managed to get it just in time. Oh, great. Use of time. <laughs> Very exciting to half listen to while I was calculating. This is how Gift Master works. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you three objects, items, whatever. And then I'm also going to tell you three celebrities. You have to tell me which item you would give which celebrity and why. Does that make uh-huh. sense? It's very simple. Yeah. What, I have a question, technical question. What if I don't know the celebrity? I'll, I'll try. There's a good chance that I might not know the celebrity. That's, uh-huh. you know, that's, I live in a world of not knowing a lot of who a lot of celebrities are, but yeah. I'll, I'll do my best to explain to you who they are and their general thing. Should, but I imagine uh-huh. you'll know. Should I? Okay. I mean, these are, you know, I... Am, Frank Sinatra, Marilyn Monroe, kind yeah, of the classic. Yes. Babe Ruth, okay. <laughs> John F. Kennedy. Um, um, no, I think you'll know these people. And if not, we'll work around it. This game, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately, it's a growth exercise. And mm-hmm. uh, we're both going to grow. The listener will learn. And we'll all become better for, for playing it. So... The first, okay. uh, the gifts that you're going to be giving are a uh, a remote controlled truck, you know, like a toy remote controlled <laughs> truck. You're going to be giving, uh, let's see, a pair of chunky boots, and then also <laughs> a bag of mouse traps. Those are the three things that I've calculated mm-hmm. here. And then you're going to have to give them to the following people: actor John Goodman. We know him from Roseanne. We know him from all sorts. Mm-hmm. Terrific actor. Um, who else is on this list? Marie Osmond of the uh, Osmond family. You know, she's a former singer, a sister of Donny Osmond. You know, they were singers in the 70s. That's a yeah, that, can I look? Can I look up a photo? Of course, yeah. Cause, okay, because that happens to me a lot where I'm like, I don't, know, I'm, I don't know anyone's name, but if I see them, I'm like, oh, okay. Right. Marie Osmond, for some reason, always gives me the vibe of being a giant spider. So, 
I don't yes, know why. Yes, okay, now that I'm looking at the photo, I totally agree and I get it. Okay, oh, fantastic. <laughs> that makes me feel uh-huh. actually really good <laughs> because, uh, you know, I, I don't know where that, that vibe is coming from her, but she's got a spider vibe. And finally, director oh. Guillermo del Toro of, you know, uh-huh. uh, Pan's Labyrinth, uh, the, um, what was that movie? Shape of Water. Yes, Shape of Water, mm-hmm. uh, various films. And so there you go. What are, What's going to happen here? Well, I would give uh, Guillermo Soporo the bag of mousetraps. Okay. Um, because there must be a rodent infestation somewhere in proximity to him. <laughs> um, I assume he has like a big property and maybe right. on the perimeter he would want to put the mousetraps. I, I feel like um, I've seen pictures of his house and it's like, it feels like there's a decent amount of clutter. I feel like he's like a uh-huh. collector Yeah, so he of probably objects. has mice. Yeah, there's yeah. good chance. Or he could put his scripts under them if they're not finished and he doesn't want anyone to read them yet. <laughs> um, and then I would give uh, John Goodman the the chunky boots. Okay, why? Because they, you know, I, I thought at first to give him some Marie Osmond, but then I thought she already has so many chunky boots. She's got boots like four closets of chunky boots. Yeah, she doesn't need any more. And John Goodman probably doesn't have any chunky boots. <laughs> so now he has some. And then Marie Osmond gets the toy truck. And I'm sure there's uh, a child in her life that could benefit from it. <laughs> or Marie herself. Um, she or Marie herself, in a stage yeah. show or I don't know what she's doing. She's in a stage show. <laughs> That's how they bring her the microphone. <laughs> they strap a <laughs> microphone to a remote control truck and she drives it out to herself. I feel like that would be a decent, uh-huh. I would scream and holler for mm-hmm. that stage. And it show. becomes like her, her trademark. And when people see the truck coming out, because they know she's going to sing. Yeah. They hear like that high whine of an electric toy coming onto the stage uh-huh. and people just lose <laughs> their minds. I don't even, is Marie singing anymore? I don't know. But if she isn't. She's singing. She's she got to be. I feel like she's in Vegas it. or something. She's, yeah. you know, you, you once you start singing, you don't stop. You don't stop. Um, I think that's great. <laughs> that's I, why I've never started. <laughs> Do you sing at all? I'm scared I would never stop. No, I'm a, I'm a really bad singer. Oh, that makes me feel better. I'm not a good singer either. Oh, going to say, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> you don't look like someone who could sing. <laughs> I mean, actually, I feel like a lot of drummers don't sing. Is that true? Yeah, I, I, I don't think. If I was ever, like, when I play music with my friends, Amy and Laura Life, they were like, do you want to sing? Well, first of all, I can't drum and sing at the same time. Right. Um, and I would also be like, no, I'm not a good vocalist. Can you carry And I don't know why you're asking me to sing. Because <laughs> it's not my job to sing here. I'm here for another reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I can't, I can't sing Happy Birthday or anything. I just cannot. I, I get like a little embarrassed singing Happy Birthday. Oh, I feel anytime people are just uh, vocalizing in unison in any situation, I feel embarrassed. Like if people are cheering uh-huh. or anything, I there's a real, I, I don't know what it is, but I feel very self-conscious or I just feel embarrassed mm-hmm. for everybody doing it. I don't know why. You know, I have a kind of problem with people singing. I understand that it brings tremendous joy to so many people <laughs> and I, I, I'm not asking them to stop. When I feel embarrassed, <laughs> it's because I know I can't sing. And in Happy Birthday, the part where you say Happy Birthday, dear so-and-so, and and you go up a little bit, that's when I'm like, oh, no. Well, and that's the part where it's like everyone's (laughs) driving off the cliff at a different time. So there's a good chance people are Uh going to be able to hear your voice there. And Uh you're going to really humiliate yourself on someone else's birthday. And it's a whole whole situation. So I understand that completely. All that said, 
we're moving into the final segment of the podcast. Listeners, uh, this is called I Said No Questions. They're writing into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. These people are desperate. They need help finding gifts for people mm-hmm. in their lives. Will you just mm-hmm. help me answer a couple questions? Yes. Okay, let me read this first one here. It says, uh, Hi, Bridger. My husband and I are due with our first child, and while I honestly don't think he'll buy me a gift to accompany the birth, I'm the kind of gal that frequently does that. Uh, what I wish other people would do in hopes that they get the message without actually having to talk about it. What should I buy my husband? Okay, I, I think I'm misreading here. Uh, <laughs> but she says, what should I buy my husband? Should I give him a gift around the time of the birth, or should I just wait uh, until Father's Day? Uh, follow-up question, if he doesn't buy me a gift, but then receives one and realizes maybe he should have and asks, oh, okay, now I'm seeing what, I'm getting a fuller picture. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, sincerely, and she just says, uh, first-time mom who wants a memento to commemorate everything I've been through. Okay, so basically what's happening is she's having a baby, she's hoping her husband buys her a gift without being told, she's going to buy him a gift, and is now afraid he's going to feel guilty because, I mean, uh, but, 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 you know, I, I've got to say that the, while you were reading it, I thought, this is not healthy communication. <laughs> if you want him to give you a gift, but you don't want to talk to him about it, I don't want to communicate. That's like relationship 101. That's, you got to communicate. That is... You got to talk to your husband about the gift. And to buy him a gift in hopes that he understands that you wanted him to get you a gift is a, expecting a lot of him and also putting him in a situation where no matter what, he will fail. <laughs> You know, he, if you want, do you want him to feel guilty? Because he will if you give him a gift and he realizes it's because you wanted a gift. You know, I think they should talk and decide for a gift together. This is beautiful. And it's such a mature way of looking at gift giving, which I think most people don't do, which is there is like, I'll do that occasionally. I'll like wait till my birthday and hope my boyfriend has gotten me something or has planned something without telling him I'd like to do something or, you know, that sort of thing. And then when mm-hmm. it doesn't happen, he didn't know. I mean, I mean, there is like right. a you know, baseline like assumption that per- the person's birthday is coming up. I should do something. Something, But you've yeah. got to communicate. You, if there's a, yeah. especially I mean, in a situation yeah. like this where it's like, I've never heard of giving somebody a gift after they... Yeah, you know, uh, I, I mean, thought it would be a gift for the baby or something. Right, which but the baby a gift for gift. for each other. It's a nice you know. thought. Yeah. So uh, I mean, I've now we've zoomed out so far. I don't even know what she, she's asking. I don't even know why we're here. <laughs> we've zoomed Both out. Both of our so eyes far. have gone completely black. And <laughs> um, I, I let's just say, what should she get her husband after she tells her husband, "I want a gift"? After they have a healthy conversation about all of right. this. I mean, that um, almost is the gift. We're going to communicate yeah. more because we're bringing a child into the world. A and child gonna, into the world. We're going yeah. to be we'll great be examples of communication. My, yeah, mom and dad's toxic little gift giving. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think a good gift for a soon-to-be father. You know, I'm so tempted to say a chunky boob, but I'm not wrong. A child should good. grow up knowing his father can wear chunky boots. I yeah, I mean, and, and you could definitely. argue that a lot of boots are chunky sort of by default, that a boot is a chunky shoe. That's right. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, I guess it's like a streamlined boot is a stranger thing. Yeah. A less common yeah. thing. Yeah, maybe get the dad both a chunky and a, you know, like a sleek streamlined boot. A streamlined boot. 
Um, what I do want to think, I mean, it's really hard to pick a gift for someone when you don't know anything yeah, you about don't know, them. Other than the fact that they're not communicating as much as they should. Yeah. Walkie talkies. Um, how about some noise canceling headphones so that he doesn't have to listen to his wife and the crying baby? <laughs> um, no, I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, I feel like you, uh, you're going to want to get him like, you know, something, something that he's uh, able to spend time with. Maybe like a babysitter or something or like a nanny, something so that like they can have, take the turn, like not being up all night every now and then with the baby. Because, you know, that drives people insane. Um, Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like chunky boot, noise canceling headphones. Uh, so that he doesn't have to hear finish it, so he doesn't have to hear his wife and crying baby. Just put him on a path to beautiful fatherhood. <laughs> I hope that this has been of some use uh, to you, but I, I feel like the real home run here was the communication. Move on with that, and do mm-hmm. uh, congratulations on the baby, and uh, yeah. everything's going to be fine. Okay, one more. Let's do this one. It says, Mr. Weiniger and guest, I deeply appreciate... Okay, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Uh, I'm getting... Bunch of bullshit. Just say it. Bunch of bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Too much. Too much. I'm trying to get to the heart of the matter here. And here it is. It says, I'm getting married on October 2nd, and my future bride has expressed that she... Oh, look at this communication. Has expressed that she would like a gift on the morning of the wedding. All these unconventional gifts. What do you get your bride as a gift for the morning of... Birthday, Christmas, no problem. I can usually come up with something thoughtful, but a wedding day gift, I need some advice, some pro advice, he says, which, uh, okay, well, I don't know what you're about to get. Uh, The agreed budget (laughs) is around $100. So there's an agreement. Okay, she likes coffee. She likes lavender. All things cozy and being outdoors. Could you help me out? And that's from Daniel. I mean... What an mm-hmm. what a swing here! We get into some real gift communication. They have a budget. Yeah, so they both know. Yeah. there's an expectation. They know what they want from each other. I mean, what what couldn't a be more different? Wedding. I mean, yeah. And wow. So she likes coffee, lavender. So she just likes the scent of lavender, I imagine. But this mm-hmm. is all going to happen on the morning of the wedding. So could get her a hundred dollars worth of coffee. <laughs> Just a huge bag of coffee she has to kind of carry around in her wedding dress. Is there is there such thing as lavender flavored coffee? Yeah, but you know what? If you really like coffee, you you won't you don't fuck with like you don't want a flavor. You want the coffee flavor. You want the coffee flavor, right? So that's mixing worlds in a bad way. Um, Mm -hmm. She likes being outdoors. Um, I mean, I've recently received a gift that was a Coleman. cooler which is perfect for outdoor why not get her some some way to make like a cold coffee i use a toddy to mm-hmm. make cold brew coffee you get her that and the the little pouch and suddenly you're out drinking coffee together yeah yeah that's <laughs> first of all excellent use of the coleman <laughs> we've got to bring it back to coleman we're each yeah. being paid a hundred thousand dollars to mention <laughs> coleman, so we've got to really pound that in here <laughs> Um, what a, uh, what do you think the morning of? Does it have to be used think. on the morning of? I don't think it has to be used on the morning of. Okay. You know, I feel like maybe if they're outdoors, uh, if they both spend time outdoors, they could invest in one of those little like camping coffee makers, but like a nice one. What's that? Like the little metal um, thing? Yeah, like 
I, I feel like what I don't, I, I don't, I wasn't looking for something like that, but I was looking at like REI for something else kind of outdoor related. And I, and I came across the, like that kind of thing. So I'm like, Oh, maybe they could get, if they don't have one. Um, I, I feel like maybe those Italian style, like stove pot ones could oh, work for right. camping. And you put that over the fire like or something and heat up your coffee. Yeah, or if she doesn't have a nice, like, tumbler or something like that, there are some really pretty tumblers that are okay. uh, that are out there, you, you know? You hop online, head to the store. Hop online. Or you can do something that, that doesn't involve any of those things. Surprise her. Okay. Something that she doesn't like. Get her a raid. <laughs> Get a her raid? a bottle of raid. A oh. raid. You know, so she can spray around her snow bug spray during the wedding. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. It's, it's not bug spray for you, but it's the kind of you spray around your house. To kill you know? like hornets so or she, whatever. They kill, I mean, it depends what kind you buy. They, they're, certain mixtures are, are made for different types of, of pets. Uh-huh. But if she has a can of Raid and she can spray around the altar where they're going to get married <laughs> so no bugs crawl on her. There's no bugs that'll bug get in crawling up your them. leg in a wedding dress. Yeah. I would love to see a bride walking around a wedding killing bugs with rain. <laughs> rain everywhere. Nobody can breathe and bugs are uh-huh. just all over the ground. I had to get some I had to get some raid. I used to I lived in an apartment um where it was like infested with house centipedes. Uh, and I didn't know that until I moved in. And then I was like, I was in a basement room and I was like, I told one of the people like, Hey, there's a ton of bugs down here. And she was like, Oh, that's so weird. Let me ask the guy that moved out. And then he was like, yeah, it just didn't bother me. <laughs> and so then I had like a giant thing of bug spray that I bought that I would spray my room all the time. Of course. And eventually it, it got under control and, and the landlord came and sealed like the floor and stuff. But but anyways, it's something that is good to have on hand. I think everybody should have a bug spray. I think it's, yeah, yeah, it is a valuable thing. I can't believe that the landlord kind of just placed the, or maybe I can believe, the responsibility on you to kill all of the bugs before he was willing to fix the situation. Well, well he, 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 he sealed it up, you know. Mm-hmm. There was, it was the kind of thing where, like, the floor is here and the, and the baseboards are like this, so there's, like, a huge gap. Oh, right. You know? But the um, spray took care of it. Big deal. The spray helps a lot. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that then you get a beautifully wrapped box full of several cans of Raid, maybe for different mm-hmm. types of bugs. You don't know what sort of bugs are going to invade your wedding. And yeah. uh, I mean, $100 worth of bug spray, that's got to be a decent amount. That's a lot. That'll last a whole marriage. <laughs> when you run out of Raid, the marriage is over. <laughs> We're done here. <laughs> <laughs> We've killed all the bugs we're going to kill together. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, congratulations to them on their wedding and uh, their new yeah. supply of wow. bug spray. Yeah, a pandemic wedding. I know. I just, you know life marks. People are on. doing it. People, hopefully it's outdoors. And uh, yeah, hopefully masks. everybody's got masks on and is uh, taking the... And hopefully love wins. Yeah, I, you know? if nothing else, oh, if love, love doesn't win, then why are we even bothering with this way? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anna, it's, I am just so thrilled to have had you here. And, to, you know, probably every fifth gift I've been given on this program has been a uh, something I can implement in my life practically. And this is a mm-hmm. real big winner. I uh, really appreciate a practic- 
practical, usable gift. So uh, bless you for that. And I can't of wait course, to I'm... go to the park with a cold drink or maybe even a sandwich or maybe, a, yeah, uh, I... you know, another refrigerated item. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you're just wonderful. And uh, I've had a lovely time. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, everybody, that's the end of the podcast. So eventually the audio will stop and you'll uh, move on with your life and look forward to whatever is to come. So I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts isn't exactly a right production. It's engineered by Earth Angel Stephen Ray Morris. The theme song is by miracle worker Amy Mann. Uh, you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at I Said No Gifts. And if you have a question or need help getting a gift for someone in your life, email me at I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you found me. And why not leave a review while you're at it? I invited you here Thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home You gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts Your presence is presence enough And I already had too much stuff So how do you dare disobey